Hello there, writers. This is Kristen Kiefer, and you are listening to episode number 26 of the Well-Storied Podcast, where I share tips and tricks that help writers craft sensational novels and build their very best writing lives. Today, we're covering a popular topic from the Well-Storied blog archives, three awesome plot structures for building bestsellers. This article was first published on February 7th, 2015, but I'm so excited to bring it back to share with you all today in audio. Make sure to head on over to well-droid.com podcast for the link to the original blog article if you'd like to check that out. Now let's get started. Novels are just like houses. Houses have rooms and residents. Novels have chapters and characters. Houses have curb appeal. Novels have pretty covers. Houses and novels both take a while to build, and the end results for both aren't worth much if they weren't built on a solid foundation. And when it comes to novels, that solid foundation is a well-planned plot structure. This may not seem like a big deal at first. Just let the story tell itself, right? That route may seem easy and natural, but it won't guarantee that your novel will be a success. Analyze a handful of best-selling books and you'll see that each one was built, brick by brick, on a foundation of the author's design. So, how can you do the same? Well, today I am breaking down three best-selling plot structures and dishing out my top tips for utilizing them in your own work. So let's get started. First up, there are some terms that you need to know. So we're going to break down some lovely little definitions that you probably haven't thought much about since your high school English class. I mean, snooze fest, right? But really, you should know these, so let's get to it. First up is exposition. Exposition is the necessary character, setting, and background details that readers need to know uh, to understand the context of your novel. But one thing to note is that exposition is not actually the beginning of your novel. Though, the reason that this often gets confused is because most exposition is typically revealed during the first several chapters of your novel, with the rest of it being sprinkled throughout the rising and falling action. Our next definition is call to action. This is the moment, usually found in fantasy and science fiction novels, when the hero is called to leave their everyday, normal, ordinary world to take part in some sort of otherworldly adventure. Though, the adventure doesn't actually have to take place in a different world. Just one that's not their everyday normal. Next up, we have Rising Action. This is the series of events that lead up to the climax of a story. Next, we have Crises. Crises are simply peaks in tension or conflict that occur throughout the rising action of the novel. Then we have the climax. This is the most intense crisis found in your narrative, though it's worth pointing out that it's not necessarily the final crisis in your story. It does, however, come quite close to the end with all of the previous crises leading up to this big moment. Our next definition is falling action. This is the series of events after the climax of the story where questions are answered and any remaining crises occur and then are resolved. Next, we have Journey Home. This is a specific type of falling action in which the hero returns to their ordinary world, bearing some memento of his otherworldly journey. 
This is, like the call to action, typically found in fantasy and science fiction novels. Finally, we have resolution, which is of course the final moments of a story where any remaining threads of tension are resolved and a new reality is established. Now that you're all called up, let's talk about the one plot structure I don't actually recommend you use. This is Freytag's Pyramid. Freytag's Pyramid is the only plot structure I recommend you stay well away from. That's right, this is probably the plot structure that you were taught in school, but in my opinion, it needs to go. Why? Well, let's break that down. First of all, what is Freytag's Pyramid? Really, it's as simple as it gets in terms of plot structure, and in a bad way. In Freytag's Pyramid, the story begins by revealing exposition up front, then leads into a long rising action. The climax falls in the middle of the story, and then the whole second half of the story is spent on a very long falling action, followed by a short resolution. But why does this plot structure suck? Well, Freytag's Pyramid was created to explain the plot structures of Greek and Shakespearean plays, yet somehow it became a fixture in elementary school literature classes as the right plot structure to use when telling a modern story. Weird, right? When you apply Freytag's Pyramid to a modern novel, you get one heck of a boring story. I mean, who wants to see the villain defeated in the middle of a 300-page book, right? That's about as bland as it gets. If anything, Freytag's Pyramid is best used for structuring children's books. Adults understand the cycles of human psychology well enough to know what life is going to be like for the hero after the climactic conflict. Children, on the other hand, are still learning and developing. A longer falling action will help young readers understand the effects of conflict on a character. So, what plot structures do I recommend that you use? Well, let's dive into the three awesome plot structures that are perfect for building your very own bestseller. All grown up, we are starting with the Fichtean Curve, which is similar to Freytag's Pyramid, but is actually much better suited for modern young adult and adult books. This plot structure is probably the most popular across all creative writing genres. It's been used time and time again by novelists, short story writers, and even poets in some cases, because the formula simply works. So what is the Fichtean Curve? Well, this plot structure begins immediately with rising action, the exposition being scattered throughout the first half of the story. Many crises appear along the way during this rising action, with each followed swiftly by its own little cycle of mini falling and rising action beats. At last, the story reaches its climactic conflict about two-thirds to three-fourths of the way through the book, leaving the remaining pages for falling action. This is where loose ends are tied up and a new normalcy is established for the characters. So why does the Fichtean Curve make bestsellers? Well, it creates a page-turner that just won't let your readers go. Because of the multiple crises moments that keep readers from getting bored, right? Since the characters aren't allowed to get comfortable, readers will be chomping at the bit to see what happens next. Our second recommended plot structure is The Hero's Journey. The Hero's Journey is the perfect plot structure for many fantasy, science fiction, and horror books. If your hero is stumbling into a new world or a new understanding of the world, then this is probably the plot structure for you. 
The hero in the hero's journey begins in their known world, where they soon receive a call to adventure. Often they ignore this call until a mentor pushes them to accept it. It is then that they enter into a new-to-them world that leads them into all sorts of trouble as they work to defeat the antagonist. Eventually, the hero comes to defeat the bad guy, but not without experiencing a literal or figurative death and rebirth that transforms their view of the world. Now that the hero has a new mindset, they strive to atone for their past mistakes and eventually return to the world they once knew to live out their days. But why does this plot structure make bestsellers? Well, from ghosts and aliens to hobbits and white walkers, we humans love to imagine that there is more to our world than meets the eye. The hero's journey allows us to live vicariously through the characters in our stories. Let's talk about our third and final plot structure of the day, and that is in media res. In media res is a Latin term meaning into the middle of things. Simply put, it's a plot structure that begins in the middle of a story. But this plot structure won't work for any old book. In Media Res is best reserved for action-heavy novels like thrillers, mysteries, and some horror books. So what is it? Don't confuse In Media Res with simply opening the first chapter of your story with action. In Media Res specifically means that the novel begins in the middle of the story usually at the second or third crisis, though sometimes in between. The plot still has an upward trajectory with exposition sprinkled throughout, but the beginning of the story is often told through flashbacks or in conversations. After several more crises, the protagonist faces the climactic action, which is followed by the falling action and resolution. A popular example of this plot structure would be many murder mystery novels where the killer has already committed the crime, which would be a crisis point, but the story flashes back to lead up to what happened during the crime, but also while also moving forward as someone tries to solve the case. But why does this plot structure make bestsellers? Hello, Hook. Your reader is far more likely to stick around for the long haul if you can intrigue them in the first few pages, and in media res, when done well, of course, can do just that by plopping readers right into the middle of intense action. So there you have it. Those are our three awesome plot structures that are perfect for building best-selling stories. For more information on them, make sure to head on over to well-storied.com podcast and check out the article that goes with this episode. Writers, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed it and you're listening in from iTunes or SoundCloud, make sure to subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, it would also mean the world to me if you could leave a quick rating and review to help the Wellstroyed podcast continue to grow. Thank you guys so much. I'd also like to give a quick shout out to all my lovely patrons over on Patreon who make this podcast possible. If you'd like to support the podcast and all that I create for Well Storied for as little as $1 a month, you can get involved over at patreon.com slash wellstoried. Writers, thank you all again for listening in. Happy writing, and I will see you guys next time. Bye! <laughs>